So we're back at this. Yeah, again. I know. We'll keep trying. One day we'll get good at it. Yeah, I mean, it's just the words keep coming. <laughs> and, and people suggest words and phrases, yeah. and there's a big pile of them anyway already there. No room. <laughs> and, and stuff to uncover. Even still. Even still. Even stills. And yet we can't get past some of the topics we've visited already, like the potty talk. There's more of those that we did, and more nonsensical words. Nonsense, you say. And as Rebecca likes to have us do the sayings, sometimes there's <laughs> those. So you just never know. We should, just, we should have called that one phrases, at least, because sayings, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was fun. Though. Sure. But is nonsense more fun? Well, these are nonsensical words. Yeah. Now, the last time we did nonsensical words, I think I had at least one word that was like, man, I don't, I haven't even heard that one. It was like hog, what was that one? I don't remember. Hog snoggle. Hornswoggle. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That ended up having a little bit of like hoo hoo to it, right? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't like a lollygag, but it was oh, sure. <laughs> Yeah. No, that one has escaped me. I don't remember the first uh, nonsense episode. Um, I apologize. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things I don't remember. So, it's, who are you? <laughs> and this is what again? Gosh, so, no. do you mind if I? Get I don't mind one on bit. One? Please be my because, guest. Man, this is like uh, this one's got. Um, I, not that I'm great at it anyway, <laughs> but it has uh, the derivative words or the. Um, you know, the etymological words there that it comes from is like, yeah. Oh, rich heritage. Richitage, we call that. <laughs> so mine is shenanigans. Oh, nice. Shenanigans. I uh, like that word. See, you say, you say shenanigans. What did you say? I almost sang. I said shenanigan. Oh. But I don't know if you knew this, but it's plural. I said shenanigans. It's shenanigans. That's what I said. Yeah, so a deceitful confidence trick or mischief causing discomfort or annoyance. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. (laughs) I spotted his next shenanigan, saw it coming, and so avoided being fooled. (laughs) I feel like my escapades could be described as shenanigans. I remember watching a Forensic Files and the girl referred to having fun relations, you yeah. know, casual relations sure. to her girlfriend as shenanigans. <laughs> um, but it was a forensic file, so that ended. Poorly. Yeah, they do. But it For sticks somebody. in my head. Yeah. Uh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're up to our shenanigans. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. So, hey, listen. <laughs> shenanigans. Yeah, here we are. Uh, I'm going to give you first, all right, 1854 is some of the first time we're seeing this in the print. So it shows up, uh, California, uh, San Joaquin Democratic Convention, as it turns out, uh, 1854, some some, uh, journalistic scribblings (laughs) about that affair. Some shenanigans. Well, shenanigan is in the quote, the Democratic Convention held in this city yesterday passed off with considerable jarring 
and no few discordant notes. There was considerable shenanigan going on amongst them, and it is hardly supposable that the ill feelings endangered are yet quieted down. So uh, the key to this is shenanigan. Mm-hmm. Single. They they used shen- sh- that we would have used shenanigans. Yeah, I would have said shenanigans. Uh, they, they are up to shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. but uh, 1854, it is shenanigan. <laughs> and um, you will see Sacramento 1854, Sacramento 1855. It's very popular and pops up in the newsprint a bunch. In California. Yeah. Like Old West California, 1850s, yeah. Well, so that's a funny bit. Um, and we're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not like uh, hogswoggle. What was Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. <laughs> I remember the word. I just don't remember what it is. I can't. Was it like old prospector so, language? Yeah, okay. and it was like you yeah. know you got you got tricked out or whatever sure. you know. Um. So yeah, but this word has a little bit of a more of a twist to it. Um. So we see it, you know, uh, across the country, eighteen seventy one. It is uh, in the Chicago newspaper. It made its way to the East Coast. There were some people making noise as if it was an East Coast expression, but they were off the mark because they were. It was much later. Uh, earliest examples uh, all came out of California. Mm-hmm. Um, 1877. It's finally uh, in a, a dictionary of Americanisms. So. I also really want that set of um, John Russell Bartlett's Dictionary of Americanism. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to write us, write, <laughs> write us, us on the, the back cover us. of a original copy, John Russell Bartlett's. <laughs> so, so yeah. Hey, two can play that yeah. game, Mariazzi brothers. <laughs> but he, but but let me let me tell you the real guts of it. Now, I'll be honest with you up front and and tell you that there's no definitive answer okay but like many of these where that is said you take the information and you go i'm making my own damn definitive answer all these conclusions myself yeah (laughs) no sure and 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 that's because there aren't traceable documented evidence and therefore you 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 can't be a hundred percent you know yeah but we know that that we first see it in print in california so uh here's a few possibilities i mean and and we were always and especially we're talking the mid-19th century in california it was its own version its own kind of melting pot so there's a spanish word that is shanata spelled with a c shanata which is trick or sharanata which is a dirty trick Mm -hmm. all right so you have that There are those that wonder, right? That it come from that, yeah. and you just sort of right hearing it or talking to other people, and then taking those, yeah, yeah. It was it was a word, uh, you know, spoken, you yeah. know, by Central Americans and you yeah. know California population, and then some other, <laughs> you know, Jamokes get the train out there and they hear things differently and smash yeah. words together. No, know. I mean that's usually the those quite not usually, but a lot of the time the questionable origins origins uh, yeah. are that. Yeah, people are like, oh yeah, it could be this because it sounds like that makes sense. Because you can't just be positive. No. Uh, but there are some that we that we that we could. 
Uh, but I digress. So there's there are three of these. So you have that Spanish one, Shinada or Sharanada, sh- sh- mm-hmm. Trick Dirty Trick. Now, the one that intrigues me, and I wish there were more definitiveness okay. about it, because it's got a, um, it's almost like saying, I'm positive that a spaceman was here because there are four oranges. And you would say, why, why would you say that? Why four oranges? Mm-hmm. And then you felt very strongly about it. So you knew whatever this person knew about spacemen and oranges was some stuff. And so people go to battle about this German word, Schnegelin, and it means work at hard labor, craft and work. Okay. And there are some studious, again, that word, lexicographer, <laughs> who mean um, to say that uh, very witty German folk had turned this word meaning work uh, just in the sen- just just in the um, natural course of people playing with language and and the organic things that happen in that sort of fertile soil of uh, you know language mm-hmm. that they used to sort of twist it to mean we're working hard, but really it was really an I don't want to say ir- ironic, Alanis. But I want to say it was, you know, sort of inverse meaning in in the way that they they meant to say they were playing jokes and having fun and doing mm-hmm. trickery, but they used a word for it that meant hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it also doesn't hurt that it sounds a little bit like it too, or a lot shnagling, shnagling, <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> yeah. Jeez, Louise, <laughs> and so that is really tough um, one to describe, as you just witnessed, my good people. <laughs> and then even harder to prove. In fact, so hard to prove it's not been proven, but it's one to sit and and twist your eyeballs at. So another one is an Irish word which is Chinook, uh, which is fox and then there's a uh, compound word that they have which is Shinokoim and if you saw it man it's a lot of letters Shinokugim okay okay and that is uh, basically I play the fox or to be foxy and this one's I mean, shenanigan to shenakagum mm-hmm. is not a big leap. Yeah. And to be a tricky fox that you play, mm-hmm. you, you got to love that one. <laughs> it makes sense. There's no not loving it. Yeah. Um, again, we're in California, so you got German, you got Irish. You really want to think, okay, it's the Spanish, shenata. Mm-hmm. Um, and that these all were just sort of uh, bastardized through gold miners and um, whoever the hell else was out there making making it rich making the words. But that Irish one, Shinakohigum. I'm not going to spell it out because it's just so many letters that you won't, you know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, and and then lastly, it is the 20th century that that people just being people. That it turns a plural shenanigans, as you 
said earliest in mm-hmm. the day shenanigans. Uh, but it was shenanigan for a long time. And we still don't know. So you pick Spanish, German, or Irish. You be the judge. You be the judge. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> and what do you have? Uh, I'm trying to work it in, but I don't know if I can. Flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. To be overwhelmed with, bewildered, amazed, confounded, or stunned. It's like me every day. Yeah, I'm always flabbergasted. Um, This one is interesting, kind of. I don't know. All right. Uh, turns up first in print uh, around 1772 in an article on new words in the annual register. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer says, now we are flabbergasted and bored from morning to night. Um, and this was the first time anyone had seen the word flabbergasted in this sense. People s- assume that, you know, they took words and stuck them together, like flabber and aghast. Uh, uh, I mean, it's a fair assumption. <laughs> it's a fair, it's a very fair Except assumption. what the hell's a flabber? That's, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. Um, the OED sites get the first use, like I said, 1772. Uh, it was a new fashionable piece of slang, possibly of dialectal origin. Dialectal? Um, yeah, and they're saying kind of English and Scottish at the same time, close to each other, obviously. But um, these words, flabbergast and flabbergasted, which are kind of spelled similar, but uh, they mean to boast extravagantly. Wow. And then they use it again later. And this is this is like later, though, um, as worn out with exertion, flabbergasted. Okay. I mean, that one, you know, that is also, I would almost use flabbergasted that way. Worn out. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah just like, I'm flabbergasted. Yeah. But I guess yeah. you mean um, shocked a little bit. With amazed, alarmed. that's how I defined it in in the shocking sense of stunned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah more like <gasps> versus just kind of a flop. Yeah. Um, you know, and this one is is one of those we're not sure. the The gasted part, uh, it's not a huge stretch to get from aghast to gassed of, the, of this word. You know, right. You're more, you're aghast, which you're already kind of shocked. It's already built into that. So, so are you saying that something shocked you so much that what you started to shake? Is that that's what the the flabber flapper huh. kind of way? Uh-uh. Um, yeah. There's theories that it might be linked to flabbiness. Your body literally shaking. You're so you are gassed, and you literally start shaking that your your flumbers flying. Wow! <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know if that's ever happened. Um, <laughs> people try to connect it up to, uh, I guess, the definition of a word flapper can be uh, someone who's flapped or flappable, as in like panicky or whatever. You know what I mean? Usually, here unflappable. Right. Right. But it can be the a person fussy or panicky. Um, never been, never knew I was flapped, or said I was flapped. Yeah, well, that right, and that, but that again, it comes out like well after like the word, the definition that you would use for flapper comes out well after the flabbergasted word has existed. But I can still be flapped. Boy, that electric bill really flapped me. I kept digging in flap 
kind of goes it's it seems like it goes um back even further to danish to mean jaw or mouth kind of is what i was finding and i'm like oh but again there's no we're doing the thing that we like to do our brain loves order it wants to put things into an order and it doesn't it doesn't always work that way (laughs) but i did see that the word flap does have a, a jaw or mouth definition to it you know as it would yeah, a lot of folks seem to agree that it has to do with flab or flap, as in uh, hitting. You know what I mean? Hitting, you say? Yeah, kind of. Which I guess it hits you and you're aghast, so ah, you sort of, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, uh, that's all right. Yeah, I don't love it. Again, the people I saw flabby and flap relating to to jaw, um, and I've seen flabby relating to gaping mouth like a sort of thing <laughs> a chatterbox i guess yeah so those ones feel more realistic to me than saying flab as in like body fat i got Maybe, you you know yeah 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 but uh, i mean that's the most right thing because it just seems right like we're saying like they just tie in but I, but no one's no one is saying that that's what it is origin uncertain i hate origin <laughs> uncertain yeah people use it I mean, flap, flab, okay, to hit, to strike. So you're striking someone aghast, which, you know, it's not, it's there yeah. as well. I'm not going to argue because it is there, but I don't know. Yeah, flabbergasted. Yeah. That one's uh, straightforwardy. That's a that's a gimme. Yeah. I'd be flabbergasted if we didn't take a break right now. We better cut our shenanigans and head on into those ads. Support Whole Nine Yards and make your life easier with Instacart. Online grocery shopping made simple. Instacart connects you with personal shoppers in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores in a single order. Products you love from local stores, hand-selected based on your preferences. Many items may be delivered in as little as an hour. Instacart helps to save you money on your favorite items and recommends new products that you might also love. Instacart, the most convenient way to shop. Whole Nine Yards is sponsored by the Roberto Clemente Museum. Located in a restored engine house in Pittsburgh's revitalized Lawrenceville neighborhood, the Clemente Museum is a showcase of the largest exhibited collection of baseball artifacts, works of art, literature, photographs, and memorabilia related to Roberto Clemente and his life in baseball. Shop the store for clothing and other items featuring the iconic 21 logo and purchase tour tickets for the museum at clementemuseum.com. Enter promo code W9Y21 for a 10% discount on hats and tees. That's clementemuseum.com, promo code W9Y21. Whole Nine Yards is sponsored by Big Science Music. Big Science Music is a can and one show award-winning original music and sound boutique, providing scoring, sound design, radio, podcast, and audio post-production services for the advertising, film, and video industries. Big Science Music also offers ADR, casting, and project management. Big Science Music's reels, full capabilities, and more can be found at bigsciencemusic.com. That's bigsciencemusic.com. And we've returned. Hey. Yeah. And that's a good thing, too. Yeah. So, uh, Man, you back know what after I missed? Break. Going over to that Roberto Clemente Museum. Yeah. Of course, I mean, you know, that's where we, 
we get some of our wine too. And memorabilia. Yeah, I'm going to have some more of that wine. It's all we always record on Friday, and I'm always <laughs> talking about drinking wine. It's true. It's only the Friday that I drink the Roberto Clemente wine, Engine House 25 wine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have some of those myself at home. Yeah, I'm going to run I'm out enjoying. if we keep having Fridays. <laughs> We're going to keep having them. <laughs> so I'm going to jump back in on our thingy. Yeah, nonsense. Nonsense words. Now, I have a personal, what we call a PPP. Is that the payroll protection program, Jay? That's what I've heard. No. Nope. It is a personal pet peeve. <laughs> I was guessing that. I just... <laughs> ha. Uh, my word is gobsmacked. And, gobsmacked. And here's my peeve. I'm going to tell you. Just, <laughs> What's the peeve? Just to, What's peeving you just off? Just to tell you. What's got you peeved? Um, you know, because it, it's 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 ha- it is happening again. Um, the it's happening again. You know the. Uh, I keep seeing. I'll, I'll I'll be reading a news article just of late. Gambit people. These journalists keep using the word gambit. Mm-hmm. Journalists that did not use the word gambit last. You know, a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. But now there's this show out that's popular oh. <laughs> that has the word gambit in the title. Right. And so they use it. And so that is my pet peeve with Gobsmacked because it was that singer on that show where people criticize singers with that British guy and that bass player guy. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know the show. What are you there saying? There was some British woman uh, who sang a song and... Um, you know how they set you up like that. She was, yeah. uh, you'd look at her on stage and you didn't expect anything out of her because people mm-hmm. judge people. It's what you sure. do. Um, you know, all of our best singers have to be them also the most beautiful yeah, and perfect also. Be, when musicians could just be musicians. Yeah. So <laughs> she sang and blew everybody away. I forget the song. And then she, it, she went to like, oh, there was this giant blowout thing that happened international she and okay and so her retort about it because i think she was like this teacher over in you know nottingham or something and um she said that i'm cop smacked and it was a big quote that you know because it was a huge story right then so people started saying it or saying i you know i really and and that's fine. And that peeved you off. Yeah, I just get peeved. So Super peeved. The word is not my favorite. I won't <laughs> say it. I don't say it. But maybe you do. And maybe you just want to know about the word. <laughs> or not about Jay being an overly annoyed jerk. <laughs> so what do we got? Yeah. Um, <laughs> gobsmacked, I'm telling you. Yeah, no, sure. I, yeah. mean, I was going to say, what's, what's info to you? Yeah. You don't let's have to say it again. The word, right? Yeah, I didn't think you had to say it again. And let's, I'm not trying to peeve you off, man. So, uh, it, it's, <laughs> it is defined by flabbergasted, <laughs> amazed, astounded. Uh, all right? And then, so we're going to go on. All right. Go on. Go on. Okay, I'm just going to tell you, you know, because uh, yeah. it's not, but the, uh, it combines Northern English and Scottish slang gob, uh, that is mouth, okay, with smack, which is smack, <laughs> and, uh, smack, which is 
smack for smack. So it's smacked in the mouth, basically. <laughs> yeah, no, sure. You know, yeah. um, which right? And you use it for something thing. that that leaves you speechless. Yeah, and etc. Et right? Sure. That's fine. Check. Yeah, it's a little uncertain, uh, but you know, there's a Middle English word "gobbin," uh, meant to drink greedily. Oh. Uh, and there's a, a a Gaelic word that is "gob," which meant beak. So we really first see it in print uh, of any kind. In 1935, so it's not no. very old. No, gob is is like I said, very you know, it's quite old. Mm-hmm. But gob smacked is, uh, is a, this new permutation. We see it smatter up in the 1950s again, but you know, it it's sort of one of those that sort of you know dances around a little bit, but doesn't really uh, catch on fire. Break free, yeah. Peripheral slang. Yeah. It's two words. It's not like it's one word gobsmacked with the B and the S connected there. Right, you know? right. Uh, but it was in a, a show, it turns out. I looked at some on YouTube because I was like, geez, I got to see this thing. And, and you can enjoy for yourself this show. Uh, it's an English show, um, Boys from the Black Stuff. And Black Stuff is one word. And this is, um, man, it's... It's wow. It really just. <laughs> yeah. Can we just make a show that makes us feel grayer and just more down? <laughs> yes, we can do that. Get your cameras. <laughs> so they did this, these liver pudlians. Um, black stuff is meaning uh, the, these, these five guys used to put like asphalt down, tarmac. Mm, um, okay. And I guess they brought that word back or this writer or creator alan bleedsdale yeah who worked on the show or made the show brought it in and so that i it was popular somehow this show and so people heard it and then then started using that yeah. um so uh, enjoy for yourself the boys from black stuff uh, nice. on youtube <laughs> sweet so so that's what we know i mean i've seen different pieces of it pop up where gobble uh, really meant um, sailors eating, and and this other one that was like English Coast Guard guys, you know, longer back, probably you know, early nineteenth century yeah. or earlier, who because they spat a lot um, were called gobbies, and okay. I guess you know, I don't know, it, that's a little gross, but that's a fact, and I feel <laughs> right. compelled to share facts. Yeah, I like it's good. <laughs> Um, ha yes spitting like a gobby yeah and then you know what it made me think about was like oh gob means mouth really because we we call that that little chocolate pie with fat with whipped cream in Mm -hmm. the middle a gob yeah like the moon pie things yeah moon pie yeah and remember i was in maine and asked for a gob and the woman asked if i meant a whoopie pie that's right. And the whoopie pie and the gob and the whatever else other people call it. But gob, also gob stoppers candy, remember? That yes. stops your mouth from moving once you put that in there. Yeah, like a, Willy Wonka. Whatever it is. It's a Yeah, isn't it like a jawbreaker type of thing? I guess. Yeah. I guess it's its own thing, gob stopper. Yeah, so, yeah it shuts you up. Yeah. 
Also, it was good to buy noisy kids, you know? Stop that gob. Yeah. So, goblet, huh? Ah. Right? Yeah. There's, it's right there. I know. So, there's all those pieces. So, now that's when we move into part B, C, and D of... I'm kidding. <laughs> so, the rich history of goblet. Ah, ah, that's what I have. Smack you in the mouth. <laughs> nice. Yes. That was good. I know. I am gobsmacked. I shenaniganed you. <laughs> feel totally flabbergasted <laughs> at this point. And have you what? Lackadaisical. Yeah. Uh, some people might say lackadaisical. Yeah. Or lack, you know, whatever you'd want to say in there. I've heard them um, all. Yeah, I, I probably would have said lackadaisical until yesterday. Not yesterday, whatever day. Until I said, oh, it's lackadaisical. Something always did seem inherently wrong with lackadaisical. I think people again, like we do with language, you hear it and it. You say, "Okay, what's what does it mean to me?" It means like, "Oh, I'm using it to mean you know lazy." So if you're relaxed or lax, then you're lazy. And I think that's kind of what what, what would happen in that. I'm, I'm assuming, you know, how we do. Yeah, but I mean, it could also. It's right at the beginning of laxative, and you don't want lazy bowel syndrome. <laughs> I got lazy bowel syndrome. So yeah, I don't know. LBS. Um. As we said, the, it's not lax, uh, as in relax. It actually comes from an older phrase, a lack a day. And the word lack uh, comes back to medieval times, um, defined as just an exclamation. What was that? Medieval Go times. Ahead. Is that how they talk? I don't know. I, Go ahead. <laughs> Caught me by storm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've never said medieval times before? Ever. Oh, wow. I think it's from the cable guy. You know what? Because you know what? For some reason, it I don't know why. Guy. You often say olden times. I just say olden times. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what is kind of talk is... Go ahead. Well, this one said medieval times. <laughs> um, I like that one thanks. more. <laughs> I gave it more behind it. Um, uh, what was I saying? About lack. Yeah, lack uh, is an exclamation of sorrow, regret, shame, or dismay. Just the word lack mm. from, which is an archaic term, I'll say this time. <laughs> is that what a lackey is? A shameful hanger on, maybe. I didn't I didn't pull up lackey in That's this That's okay. We'll make it a new word. Yeah. Uh, but the phrase that lack then goes to is a lack a day, which is a lack hyphen a hyphen day or a-h exclamation point lack hyphen a hyphen day you know so they're, they're words it's not one giant word yeah um which it essentially means like blast this day that i i've had to deal with this whatever happened to me this this ill that i've faced oh, really? it's like saying blast basically yeah a lack of day that i had to sit in traffic for 15 minutes oh that is not at all how i think of this word the lack said lackadaisical wow no yeah it. just yeah that uh, it has any sort of blue or melancholical, hey, like right, <laughs> a connotation. I will use it at like um like the like the music plays so nonchalant. I use it like nonchalant, nonchalant. Well, this <laughs> right, and that that is where we get to, I guess. Yeah, essentially, I jumped in premature. No, I, I'm just trying to. Yeah, sorry. You're saying I'm trying to find answers to your questions. No, that's all right. 
Yeah, the, so a lack a day then becomes lack a day, just because you know we like to change things and make them easier. Yeah. Um, and this is around the 1600s. I've uh, got a witty combat, 1663, Thomas Porter. Oh, lack a day, forsooth. No, no, forsooth. But if I must be so forsooth, I humbly thank you. <laughs> what the? What's this guy's issue? <laughs> he's he's cursing the day, and he's sad. And he's, he's like, if I have to be that way, I thank you. <laughs> I don't understand. I feel bad for him, but yeah. I don't understand how. Sorry, a witty com- combatant. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's, you know, 1668, 1667. We're still lackadaying. Yeah. Uh, we're still la- yeah, lackadaying. Sorry if I'm not. Uh, then, then around 17, I'll say mid 1700s, um, lackadaisy comes out mm-hmm. in uh, Thomas Smollett's, who we've talked about before. Yeah. Tobias, sorry, not Thomas, Tobias Smollett. Yeah. 1748. Uh, with these words, she advanced to the bed in which he lay, and finding the sheets cold, exclaimed, Good lack, Daisy, the rogue is fled. Jeez Louise, <laughs> what's he trying to say? Or the, she, you know, because she's the, in the story there. Right, it, it's saying that the, this, this woman gets back to the bed and is shocked and says, Good Lord, this, this guy's gone. Um, and then goes on, and this, it turns out that this fellow has robbed these people, and things like that have, have gone on. More shenanigans. Oh, he robbed him. Yeah. Well, uh, they, I mean, you don't know that. Burgle. Quote. <laughs> I guess. Technically, yeah. 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 The rogue is gone. How? Oh, 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 Lord or Good Lord. I'm, I'm kind of just using that as, a, as a placeholder instead of saying a lack of day. Got it. Yeah. Uh, this is 1668. Good lack a day, madam. Ah, madam. Good lack a day, madam. This gentleman has a bottomless understanding. Just using it in in like a you know, funny like good lord, we, my what the what the crap? Yeah, kind of ways a, you know. Yeah, it's an odd a uh, a uh, uh, a side way of using it. Then the 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 appearance of lackadaisical um, is seventeen sixty eight, so kind of lack a day, lack a daisy, lack a daisical. Yeah. I mean, lack, lack a day, and lack go way, way back. But then uh-huh. once, once we hit lack a day, we're kind of off to the races. Yeah. <laughs> no, no lack of daysicalness here. Um, Lawrence Stern uh, in 1768 uses the word lackadaisical, but it's all hyphenated. Lackadaisical. And are we still somewhat? Um, melancholy with it or dour i'll just read the quote kind of would to heaven my dear eugenius thou hadst passed by and beheld me sitting in my black coat and in my lackadaisical manner counting the throbs of it one by one with uh as a match true devotion as if i've been watching a critical ebb or flow of her fever so this woman is supposed to be kind of uh not enfeebled but like uh flighty what do you want to say like she's not with it Altogether, and okay. he's using it to mean that lack, lackadaisical manner. He's using to mean um, uh, flighty. It's more. It's more than flighty. What, what do I want to say? Yeah, she's but not enfeebled. But she's you know a little she's checked not, out. She's not all there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's using it to mean right. A little checked out. Not all there. <laughs> Feebly sentimental. I could have just kept on reading my notes. <laughs> <laughs> rather than lazy so fee- feebly sentimental is what I wrote down <laughs> that's funny it's right there oh yeah um, and then 
you know, it moves towards the idea um, that we use it today of of lazy. But I mean, not not even just lazy. Like we, it kind of has an indolence to it, right? Like you're not, yeah, just lazy. You're also disrespectful. Oh, uh, well, uncaring. Or, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it just you know time and usage of of the the you know as it as it morphs through time yeah it just becomes that yeah because that's what i said i mean it's almost to me interchangeable with with nonchalant Mm -hmm. yeah you just don't i'm always nonchalant don't care yeah the did i even define it when i said feeling or showing a lack of interest or enthusiasm i'm not even sure if i read the definition up front (laughs) Uh, yeah, because then when you got into it, the earlier the earlier uses were much more, um, you know, sad or dismay, shamey, yeah, yeah. R- sorrow, regrets, yeah, a lack a day that this has happened mm. uh, up to lackadaisical. So not lackadaisical. No. So that's a wrap on the yeah. lack a day. Yeah, that one that one fell apart on me there. I wouldn't say fell apart. It just got some pieces. Yeah. But it had an evolution. Uh, of sorts. Yeah, it goes back. Yeah. A lack. So, I, I guess we feel a little lack of day today. A lack of day, indeed. Yeah. I don't know. I feel a little off, off or something. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Maybe just a bit. Just in this last one. No, I lost me. No. Um, I had it, and then I I lost it. Well, I'll let you know if I come across it. Nice. That's Lucinda for you. Um. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, our joyful uh, people uh, out there that that we are happy to have on on board. Hello to <laughs> yes, you. Hello. So we'll be signing off for this week and uh, enjoying more next week. Yes. Where we will encounter more words and idioms. I <laughs> like that. That's good. Good. <laughs> and so I'm Tiesta. <laughs> I'm Jay. And I'm Ray. And we're We're not not idioms. Whole Nine Yards is written, recorded, and produced by Big Science Pods. Learn more at whole9yards.org or contact Whole Nine Yards by emailing heyyou at whole9yards.org. That's heyyou at whole9yards.org. Whole Nine Yards theme music composed by Big Science Music.